Well, today is our healing and deliverance service, as was said many times. And of course, at the end of the service, we're going to invite you to come forward to pray for your needs and the needs of your family members. And I want us to remember that when we come forward in prayer, the Lord hears our prayers. He hears us and he is more than able to help us. And we know that the power of Jesus has the ability to heal, to deliver, to change, and to transform. We know that Jesus' power goes beyond anything we can imagine. And so as we prepare for God to do great things, as we prepare for him to answer our prayers and to unleash his power, I believe it's important for us to remind ourselves who this God is, to remind ourselves of his ability and his ability to heal all of our needs. Some people may ask the question, and maybe you've even asked the question, is God still performing miracles today? He, he looks, you, you, we look at the scripture and we see God doing such great things throughout scripture and we ask ourselves, is God still performing miracles today? And the answer is yes. Yes, he is still performing miracles today. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Did you see that? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it's important for us to reflect on the fact that he answers our prayer. He is the same God now as he was back then. And so today we are going to reflect on the fact that he is still the same God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you, Lord, for your word and for the things that we can learn in and through your word. And we pray, Father, that you would prepare us, prepare us physically, prepare us emotionally, prepare us spiritually, God, that as we hear your word, that you would fill us with your hope, that you would fill us with your peace, that you would challenge us, God, to look not only at our relationship with you, but to look to who you are and to truly trust you. And so, God, we thank you that you are still the same God. May you speak to your people today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the book of Exodus, we see that the Israelites, when they left Egypt, were traveling in the wilderness. And we see that they needed food. They were going along in the wilderness and they needed food. And so in Exodus chapter 16, verse 4, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and to gather enough for that day. Every day, God provided for his people. The Bible tells us that in the morning, he provided manna. And then in the evening, they ate quail. God provided for them. And then in verse 35, it says the Israelites ate manna 40 years. Until they came to a land that was settled, they ate manna until they reached the border of Canaan. Friends, for 40 years... 
God showed up. For 40 years, God proved himself faithful to them by every day making sure that they had a meal, every day making sure that they had manna and they had quail. For 40 years, God showed them that he was faithful. My friends, he is still the same God who provides. He's still the same God who provides for us. He's still the same God who provides for all of our needs. When Adam and Eve sinned and they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden, God sacrificed on their behalf to provide them with clothing. When Abraham was called to go and sacrifice his son Isaac, he took him up. God provided the sacrifice to be there when he needed it. When a little boy offered his lunch of only two fish and five loaves, God multiplied and he provided enough to feed over 5,000 people. He is a God who provides. He is a God who gives us what we need daily by day. Many of you have told me countless times how God has come through for you when you didn't know how you were going to make it, how God has blessed you, how God has proven himself faithful. And I think of Psalm 37 verse 25 when David says, I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. He is a God who is faithful throughout generations. He is a God who cares about each and every one of our needs. He is a God who provides. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, it says, And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. God is providing now as he was back then. He is still the same God who provides. When the Israelites left Egypt, they came to the Red Sea. And all that they could see was the sea in front of them and Pharaoh and his army coming from behind. They were closed in and they had nowhere to go. And God did what they hoped he would do, but never imagined that he could. God parted the sea and allowed them to pass through on dry ground. God parted the sea so that they could walk through. In Exodus chapter 14, verse 21 and 22, it says, Then Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the Lord opened up a path through the water, with a strong east wind, the wind blew that all night, turning the seabed into dry land. So the people of Israel walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground with walls of water on each side. God made a path so that the people would be able to walk through on dry ground. God made a path so not only was the path without water, but it was a clear path, removing all obstacles in their way. You see, the same way that God was able to make a path for the Israelites, he's still the same God who makes a way when there is no way. 
He is the same God who is able to part the sea to allow us to walk through. He is the same God who is able to move every obstacle out of your way to allow the impossible to be made possible. He is the God who is able because his power knows no bounds. There is no limit to what God is able to do. And if he is so powerful, then the situation that you're facing, the things that are in your marriage, that are in your job, that are with your family, the obstacles that are coming at you from every side, he is more than able to help you. Believe that God is powerful, that God is able that there is nothing that is too big for him to be able to do in your life. In Isaiah 43, verse 16, he says, I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. He reminds them, I am the one. I am the Lord who makes that path. I am the one. God is able and we need to trust him. We need to understand that God is not limited in power, that he is not limited in his ability to help us, and he is more than able. He is more than able to do what it is that concerns you today. He is more than able to do what concerns you and you and you. He is a God of impossibilities, and I refuse to let anybody tell me otherwise when he created all of this out of nothing. When God spoke and said, let it be, and it was. I refuse to allow anyone to tell me that God is not able when he allowed a man to walk on water. I refuse to let anyone tell me differently when God gives victory to a little boy over a giant or he uses 300 men to fight an army. God is more than able. And my friends, it's not about us. And it's not about what we do, but he tells us, stand still and see the victory happen. Stand still. In other words, believe and trust that it will be done. Believe and trust in his power and in his authority. Believe and trust that he is still the same God. Are you trusting that God is able to make a way for you? Are you trusting that in your circumstance, in your situation right now, that God is more powerful, that he is bigger than the things that you face, that he is greater than the obstacles that stand in your way? You know the beautiful thing about when we trust God? In Proverbs, it reminds us, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. You see, when we trust God, we are believing and we are following that he is going to lead us in the right way. We are following him and we are believing and not only does God lead us, but when we trust him and when we allow him to take the lead, he leads us and he goes before us and clears every obstacle out of the way for us. 
He goes before us and he stands behind us. He walks with us on this journey of life. And so we can trust him because he's still the same God. Throughout Jesus' earthly ministry, the gospel records how Jesus healed the sick, how he restored sight to the blind, how he made the lame walk and the mute speak. We see so many countless miracles of what Jesus was able to do, of the healing that he was able to provide for the people of his day. In Luke chapter 4, verse 40, It says, as the sun went down that evening, people throughout the village brought sick family members to Jesus. No matter what their diseases were, the touch of his hand healed everyone. The touch of his hand healed everyone. There was no one that he was not able to touch and heal. There was no one that he turned away healing from. He was able then, and he is still able now. I want to point something out to you and show you something. As we talk about healing, unfortunately, we know that physical sickness is part of this life and part of this world. And because we live in a fallen state, in a sinful world, we're prone to sickness and disease all around us. However, there are a few biblical examples that show us where the root cause of a person's sickness was due to a spiritual issue, okay? And I want to point this out to you to to make you understand. Most of the sickness in our world that we see are from natural causes, natural occurrences. But there are some biblical examples where we see the root cause of that sickness being spiritual. Now, you can write these down if you want. Luke chapter 11, verse 14, says, One day Jesus cast out a demon from a man who couldn't speak. And when the demon was gone, the man began to speak. In Luke chapter 13, from verses 10 to 13, It says, one Sabbath day as Jesus was teaching in a synagogue, he saw a woman who had been crippled by an evil spirit. She had been bent double for 18 years and was unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, dear woman, you are healed of your sickness. Then he touched her and instantly she could stand straight. How she praised God. Jesus healed this woman who was afflicted by an evil spirit. And because he did it on the Sabbath, because he did it openly in front of people on the Sabbath day, he was ridiculed for it. But listen to how he responds in verse 16. This dear woman, a daughter of Abraham, has been held in bondage by Satan for 18 years. Isn't it right that she be released even on the Sabbath? The religious leaders were so concerned of the fact that we shouldn't be doing this on the Sabbath. We shouldn't be doing that. And Jesus is saying, look at this dear human being. Look at this fellow human being who has been in bondage, who has been afflicted. Isn't she more important? Isn't she worth healing? We see that Jesus' power is able to heal us and it is able to deliver us from evil. 
He specifically says that she was held in bondage by Satan. This woman had a spirit of infirmity. In some of your Bibles, it talks about this spirit of infirmity, which is a demon that caused this woman to be crippled for 18 years. Friends, I'm pointing this out to you, not to scare you or to confuse you, but to open your eyes to realize that sometimes sickness is caused by a spiritual issue. And it's important for us to understand that because the power of God is so much greater that he has the ability to break chains and to sever strongholds. That God's power in his name when we call upon him is able to do what we are not able to do physically and humanly. His power is able to deliver us and to heal us. He is still the same God. He is still able. And he is so big and he's so great. He's the same God who heals and delivers people. There's nothing that's too big. There's nothing that's too great. Whatever it is that you are here with today, whatever it is that has been afflicting you, know that God is so much bigger and greater. Heart problems are not a problem for him. Knee problems are no issue for him. Stomach pains can't do anything. Eye issues, hearing loss, mental illness are no issue for him. Chronic pain, torn ligaments, tumors, epilepsy, nothing is too hard for him. Fibromyalgia, Parkinson's, gallstones, arthritis, and cancer are no match for the God that we serve he is still the same God and you need to understand that this same God who was powerful then is still powerful now this same God who answers the prayers of his people back then are still answering his prayers now he is still able Mark chapter 1 verse 34 Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons. He is more than able to heal us and to deliver us from the spiritual bondages that we may be in. You see, it's important for us to understand that healing goes beyond more than just the physical. Healing is something that we need on a deeper level. Yes, my arm might hurt, my knee might hurt, my head might hurt, and that is valid and that is important. But some of you are here today who have been wrestling with an emotional and a spiritual issue that you've never found freedom from. Some of you are wrestling with things that have occurred in your life many years back, but because you haven't dealt with the root cause of it, it still haunts you. It still affects you from time to time. You are not fully free from that. And today is the day that we can experience that freedom. Today is the day that we can find victory over that. As I was praying and preparing myself spiritually for today, I believe that as I prayed, the Lord revealed to me that there are many people who are suffering with different things. And some of you are suffering with the spirit of rejection and abandonment. 
And it was caused because your parents didn't want you or your mother or father left you. Some of you are wrestling with that. Some of you are wrestling with the spirit of perversion and promiscuity or confusion. Maybe because of something you watched or something that happened to you as a child. Some of you are wrestling with the spirit of anger, loneliness, and suicide. Some of you need healing from your past because of childhood abuse, trauma, or sexual abuse that has happened to you. Some of you need deliverance from sinful habits, addictions that have taken hold, and even witchcraft. Engaging in any form of the occult, engaging in in fortune tellers and psychics, all of that is part of witchcraft, my friends. And it's a serious issue. Some of you need to ask the Lord to help you because you're wrestling with a spiritual issue. Because you're still holding on to pain that you experienced because of what someone did years ago. Whatever it might be, healing goes beyond simply the physical body. But how good it is to know that God desires to heal each one of us. That God is more than able to help us. And the same way that Jesus set people free, he is able to set us free. Because in the name of Jesus, there is power and there is freedom. We can call on God with confidence. We can call upon him with confidence knowing he's still the same God who rose from the dead, defeating sin, death, and the grave. He's the same God who rose from the dead. He is the same God who overcame the power of the grave. He is the same God who lives today even though he was dead. He is that same God. Revelation chapter 1 verse 18, Jesus says, I am the living one. I was dead and now look, I am alive forever and ever and I hold the keys of death and Hades. He is alive and he holds those keys. God's power is unmatched. And we don't have to fear because he is still in control. And the same power that raised Christ from the dead is that power that is available to us as believers today. We can have that same power because Jesus is the same. He does not change. No matter how difficult the journey of life has been or will be, may you be reminded that God is able, that he is still with you, that he is still in control, and he is the same God. And we need to remind God Sometimes I remind God of his promises to me. We need to hold God to his word because he is not a man that he should lie. He keeps his promises. And so remind God, God, you answered prayers back then and you will answer now. Remind God, you had power then and you still have power now. Remind God, you were the healer then and you are still the healer now. Remind God who he is. Remind God and ask him to do that in your life. Ask him to do that today because we can declare and stand on God's word. We can declare his truth. And so declare, my friends, that as we pray, 
I will live and I will not die. I declare that, God, you have made me the head and not the tail. I declare that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I declare, God, that by your word I have victory in Jesus. Declare that, my friends, and believe that. Pray that over you and remind God because his word is true and it will not fail. Are you trusting in him? Are you trusting in him? Because he's too big to fail. God is too wise to be wrong. He's too powerful to be defeated. He is the one true living God, the great I am, the author and finisher of our faith. Are you trusting in him? Because some trust in chariots, some in horses. But we trust in the name of the Lord, our God. As I wrap up and we transition to prayer, I want you to know that when we pray in general, not just to do with healing, but when we pray in general, we must have faith when we pray. The Bible tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. And we need to pray and believe that God, if this is according to your will, it will be done. We need to have faith and trust that God, you are able to do this. You are able, have faith. And the other thing that when we come before God to pray, again, in general, not only just healing, it is important that we deal with any unconfessed sin. Because there are times where our sin hinders our prayer. And we need to make sure that that is confessed. And so as I close in prayer, as we transition, if in your heart you need to say, Lord, help me to deal with things that I know were wrong and I shouldn't have, forgive me, God, so that my prayer isn't going to be hindered, then in your own way, you come into agreement with me and pray along. Let us pray. Father, we thank you that you are still the same God. We thank you, God, that the things that you did back then in the Old Testament, you are still doing now. We thank you, God, for your power and for your miracles, for your ability to move in our lives. And God, we thank you that there is nothing that is too big or too great for you to do. And so remind us, Father, remind us that we have victory in Jesus. Remind us that sickness, that pain, that illness, that disease has to bow to you, God, in the name of Jesus. That you are so much bigger and greater. And so, Father, right now we pray that you would search each heart and each life that you would flow through this place. And God, if there is any unconfessed sin in our hearts, if there are any things still that we have not dealt with, that God, you would forgive us, that you would make us new, that there would be no hindrance in our prayers, that God, you would hear our prayers as they ascend to your throne. And we pray that you would help us to believe. God, we have faith. We have faith and we believe that you are able. And so as prayers are ascended to you, God, hear the prayers of your people. We worship you because you are good all the time. We worship you because we know that there's nothing that can stand against the name of Jesus. And so have your way, God. 
have your way and prepare us. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come. Holy Spirit, come and overwhelm this place. Holy Spirit, come and we pray that your power would fall fresh upon us. We desire to see you move, God. We desire to see lives transformed. We desire to see miracles happen. We desire, oh God, for this place to be filled with your presence. And so come and have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.